Here we go. 49ers Rams week eight. I think seven and eight right now in the NFC playoff standings are these two teams and both of them somehow looking up at the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> A big contest for both teams. Week eight 49ers Rams crossover coming at you right now. You are locked on 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another Locked On Podcast Network crossover here. Brian Peacock of Locked On 49ers with Travis Rogers of Locked On Rams. Week 8 should be a fantastic one. I want to thank everybody for making Locked On 49ers and Locked On Rams, your first listens every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This podcast is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks. We know you will too. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. It's happening, Travis. I've been seeing a lot of you recently. This is uh this is such an interesting year so far. The NFL is chaos. And man, <laughs> every week I think I know what's going on in the league, and it flips me on my ear every single time. So, yeah, just a quick story here, Brian, is that I'm in an eliminator pool with a group of friends, and I am I was actually one of the final three people remaining into week seven last week. I had the New England Patriots on Monday night against the Bears in New England. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Smoked. So go, go, go ahead and try to figure out anything that's going on this season, especially when it comes to the Rams and the Niners, because each time I think either one of these teams are good, they let me know that they're not quite good yet. Yep, absolutely. And yeah, you get the Bears the week they figure out how to use Justin Fields. Right. right. Like, yeah, oh, okay. Great. That was that was perfect great timing. timing. Um, and will the 49ers figure out how to use Christian McCaffrey? I think that's the biggest storyline for the 49ers, gotta be, and probably somewhat of a storyline for the Rams that the 49ers were able to outbid the Rams, and those were the mm -hmm. final two uh competing with the for the with the Carolina Panthers for the rights to trade for. Christian McCaffrey, the Niners got him, saw a little bit of him last week. Kyle Shanahan saying he's going to be on the field this week. What were your feelings when you saw the Niners got him and the Rams didn't? Yeah, I, you know, it, it's funny. The Rams will actually see him two games in a row. Their last game before the bye was Carolina. They were off last week, and yeah. so they're going to get him again coming up uh, here in, in a few days when they play the Niners. Um, I, I Had they got him, I would have liked it. I, I think that he's obviously a, a, an incredibly dynamic player. The Rams obviously have a need at that position. That's that's a position that they have not been able to get figured out. Um, Cam Akers has been a, a disappointment this year. Obviously, he could be on his way out at, at any moment. Um, Daryl Henderson hasn't been good. Kyron Williams, the, the rookie out of Notre Dame, hasn't played yet. He's been hurt. So they need a lot of help at that spot. But when San Francisco did get him, I, I didn't. I didn't feel like, oh, man, that's the difference between the Rams making a run and not. The Rams have a lot of problems going on in their team right now. Christian McCaffrey would have made them better, but I don't know if he makes them good enough. to. For instance, he does not put them where they were a year ago. They, they need to get a lot better in other places than just running back. So you know, we haven't had a, a draft in I don't know how many years so that we held on to some of those picks. Uh, I would have rather had him than not, but I don't think it was a, a fatal blow. It's hard to build a big time line on either side without those top 
50 first round picks, top 100 yep. picks, which the 49ers now don't have next year. And they've got to figure some things out on their offensive line. And, and clearly, if you get Chris McCaffrey, he's still going to be running behind the same offensive line for the Rams anyway, right? And that's got to be the biggest problem so far this season for the Rams. It's been the entire season. You know, we, we can talk about Allen Robinson being a disappointment, and he has. We can talk about Matthew Stafford not performing to the level that he did a year ago, and he has not. But I, again, I don't know what offense can function with the amount of devastation that they've had on that offensive line. There is a little bit of good news coming up this week. Brian Allen, who is their starting center, has not played since week one. He is coming back. Alark Jackson, who had been their third or fourth string right guard. I've kind of lost track at this point. He was there. Now he's at left tackle, which is his more natural position, but he's only over there now because Joe Nopum, their starting left tackle, is out for the season with an Achilles injury. So they're banged up across the front. They're, they're down to two starters from the beginning. They've got Brian Allen back. You've got uh, Havenstein on the right side. Everyone else is a backup or worse, uh, a third stringer or a fourth stringer. So you can add all the offensive skill positions you want, but if those five guys can't get it done and especially especially against San Francisco. They've struggled like crazy over the last couple of years. So um, I, I th this game's interesting for a lot of different reasons. I'm more curious what it's going to look like a couple of weeks from now because the Niners have just had the Rams number for so, so long in the same way by just dominating them up front. That's the that's the that's the answer to the question that I'm looking for. And and that's probably the biggest question for me coming into this one as well with the 49ers is that's where they've been banged up. And Trent Williams did not look like his normal dominating self. Mm -hmm. Got beat a couple of times pretty bad last week. Mike McGlinchey just got beat all over the field. He's been banged up. They've got youth and uh, you know, a, a veteran at center, Jake Brendel, that's had some key penalties at certain times. And um their best player on the offensive line has probably been left guard Aaron Banks, who didn't play at all last year because he wasn't ready. And I was the most worried about his position coming into the year. So that tells you where the 49ers offensive line is right now. They need to get healthier on both sides. Bosa has the groin. He was really abused last week in the misdirection game and, and wasn't staying home. And so I don't know if that was, uh, you know, just him not being back to his normal self or that was a game plan thing with D'Amico Ryans on the defensive side of the ball. But they haven't had their defensive tackles. They're not going to have Kinlaw and Eric Armstead this week. So it's really not the front that the 49ers have had that they used to beat up on teams in the first five weeks of the season. So that's where I'm most interested. Can they get healthy? Can they get right this week? Because they need to dominate up front. That makes the whole thing go for the 49ers. It's funny. You mentioned it's a, for, for the Rams, the get right team is always the Arizona Cardinals. Like when do you play the Cardinals? They, they, that just is, for whatever reason, it's an incredibly advantageous matchup for the Rams. They take care. Even last year when they had the COVID outbreak about 10 minutes before kickoff and they lost six starters, they still went in on Monday night football and walked up and down the field on the Cardinals. I have heard what you just said, Brian, so many to the, well, this guy isn't right. And this guy hasn't played well. And this guy's an inexperienced guy and they show up and they look like the Joe Montana and Steve young Niners. And it's just, just wham, wham, wham. And this is the, this is the proverbial bad matchup for the Rams. So while everything you're saying is true and I'm, I'm optimistic to a point, I've heard the first three chapters of this book before and I know how it ends. So I'm, uh, I'm skeptical that the Rams will be able to take advantage of that. And of course, the 49ers do a really good job of turning SoFi into Levi's South. If they can do that again, that's always very helpful. So, you know, not the most daunting trip for the 49ers when they go play the Rams. No. So this will be what is, I guess this will be their fourth Rams home game of the year. Uh, Buffalo to open. It was 
if I'm being generous, 65% Buffalo fans, and it probably was more than that. They had the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. Cowboys always travel really well. Yeah. Um, it was probably 65 or more percent uh, Cowboy fans, and we saw what it looked like week 18 here here at SoFi Stadium. It was mostly red. So I, I, I uh, it's LA. It's what we do, <laughs> or, or more to the point, what we don't do. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I expect uh, a lot of 49er fans at SoFi Stadium. All right, well, that will be key for the Niners for sure in this one. And a really important game for both these teams that are somehow looking up at those Seattle Seahawks. We'll talk a little bit more about what that looks like in the West the rest of the way here. Some more key matchups and make our predictions for Week 8 49ers at Rams. Uh, but first, I'd like to tell the folks out there about bird dogs. And I'm actually wearing my bird dogs right now, the shorts version. I got some shorts and I got some khakis and both are ridiculously comfortable, the perfect amount of stretchiness. And they also are super versatile. And that's what I love about the bird dogs. When they came, they looked fantastic. I can put them on. You can wear them to work. You can wear the khakis somewhere um, and you, you look like you belong. Then you go out on the golf course, look like you belong. I'm not a great golfer. I've started to golf a lot. Uh, I, I've got some decent club speed because i played a lot of baseball i just don't know where the ball is going so i show up on the first tee and folks are probably like hey yeah maybe this guy can hit a little bit Looks and then you know i kill somebody on the on the wrong fairway and then i you know apologize and then go on about my day and maybe hit some straight ones a little bit later but the bird dog pants are perfect for golf perfect for work perfect for just about any environment and super comfortable and the shorts were the same way as well go to a pool party or go work out lounge around the house fantastic and you can get yourself a pair of khakis a pair of sweatpants a pair of shorts and when you go to birddogs.com and enter promo code locked on they'll throw in a free bird dogs rope hat that's birddogs.com promo code locked on and boom a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs the most comfortable shorts pants and sweatpants with built-in liners you will not take these things off i promise you whether you're looking to pop the question, maybe have a milestone to celebrate or want uh, your love to sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. You're trying to take that relationship to the next level. Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. And the best part of all, and it's surely the case for me when I'm trying to shop for that special person in my life, whether you're trying to pop the question, take your relationship to the next level, just want to do something nice for some, buy something for mom, right? Blue Nile has experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget, which is key. So Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee and make that moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's Blue Nile, B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com, promo code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers and Locked On Rams your first listens every day and today included for your second listen today. Check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide guests like Brian Peacock and Travis Rogers showing <laughs> up on Locked On Sports, which is all the more reason to watch Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So key matchup number one for me in this game, and it's kind of always this way. Uh, Matthew Stafford, ailing, throwing pick sixes just about every single week. 
if you can get that defensive line healthy and right and take advantage of the Rams offensive line, you got to put pressure on Matthew Stafford and, and, and make him make those mistakes. Cause that's been one of the biggest things that have ailed the Rams all year. Every time I watch a game, I'm like, man, he's still throwing the ball to the other team. What's going yep. on? Yeah, no, he, this, look, th- this is what he does. He, he throws interceptions and he frequently throws interceptions that turn into touchdowns for the other team. We saw one the, the first time they played a couple of weeks ago. We saw one when they played the first time um, last year. So, you know, he's thrown a couple in a couple of years just to the 49ers. He had a run last year through the month of November where with Tennessee, San Francisco and Green Bay, he threw, he threw one in three consecutive weeks. He missed the all-time NFL record by one week. Uh, Matt Schaub is still your, your champion in that category. It's uh, probably not something he wants. Yeah, look, he hasn't been good, but at the risk of repeating myself here a little bit, Brian, I don't know if anybody would be good behind that offensive line. They, they, he's trying to do as much as he can. He has virtually no time from the time that that snap hits his hands before it needs to come out. Uh, they did do a much better job last week of getting him on the move a little bit. They they did some misdirection with the line and rolled him out and did some work there that seemed to buy him a little more time. Allen Robinson finally got going, um, really, for the first time in his uh, Rams career. And by got going, I mean, he caught six passes. It wasn't like it was a... Cooper Cup sort of day where he had 12 or 14, but six when you're usually getting one or none uh, felt like a step forward. Um, I, I think that's an important matchup for the Rams to keep him clean along the way. And kind of kind of the same thing for me in a, in a different direction, like you were talking about, is I don't know if it's one particular person, but they got to find a way to eliminate the big plays that the Niners have hit them with over the last few meetings. That last uh, couple of weeks ago, it was that was a 54, 57 yard touchdown pass to Debo. The pass only went about 10 yards in the air. He goes up and he gets it. And he breaks a couple of tackles. He's around the right side, and there he goes. And all the air, whatever air was in that Rams balloon, goes out. We saw um, the a long touchdown run, a 30 something yard touchdown run in that game. As well, you go back to last season, there's the trick play with, uh, was it, um, I forget who threw the ball, but a running back threw a touchdown pass, or maybe it was Debo that actually threw the pass. And yeah, Debo threw else. a touchdown last year. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the Rams have actually done a decent enough job, like globally, but they give up one or two big plays a game that seem to kind of swing it. And then you throw in a Matthew Stafford pick six, like you're talking about. Um, you know, the Rams have been averaging as far as their defense goes, giving up points. You're looking in the last couple of weeks, a 9, a 12, and a 15. That's pretty darn good. The problem is when you throw in a touchdown from your own quarterback for the other guys, that number spikes. If they can eliminate that and they can eliminate the big play on the other side, I think they've got a fighting chance. I, I still, I, I've long, I've moved past the idea of now. This time it's going to be different. Now I've, I've seen this movie so many times. I know how it ends. Uh, you know the reason they won the NFC Championship game last year. Jaquaston Tart dropped dropped an interception. If he catches that ball, we're probably having a, a very different conversation. It's a it's a different idea. The F them picks thing might not have felt so cool because you didn't win the Super Bowl and you can't beat the team in your own division. So they need to prevent those big plays. They're going to have to hit one or two themselves. A couple of weeks ago when we talked, the, the Matthew Stafford arm injury was like, I it's something there, but we're not really sure what that is. Do you have a clear picture there? And he's only gotten hit more since then. I know they had a bye week, which probably helps, but is that a problem problem? I have not seen a bunch of throws from him that lead me to believe the arm is a problem. There have been some bad throws, but they feel more like bad decisions than they were that the arm wasn't right. I've seen him make throws that you go, okay, that, you know, Matthew Stafford, we're just listing guys that can make unbelievable throws. He's near the top of the list. 
I've seen a handful of those. Um, I, the problems he's making are lack of time and bad decision-making and being predictable in some of their playing calling. The, the two pick sixes they've had against the Niners in the last uh, handful of games, the same play. They just guy steps in front of it. He goes the other way. And that seems to be the play that turns into a pick six more than, than most of them. It was the one that happened uh, a couple of weeks ago against Carolina when they did it right before the end of the half. I think it's more decision-making and, and just bad throws as it is uh, an unhealthy arm because I've seen a lot of really good throws as well. You mentioned Debo and the good news for the Rams is that Debo might not go this week. He's got a hamstring injury that popped up last week and he hasn't practiced yet this week, but the 49ers now have Christian McCaffrey that, that does a lot of work in the same area of the field, short and intermediate puts a lot of pressure on linebackers, both you know, obviously in the running game and the passing game. Um, that's a huge matchup in this one. What has that unit looked like up the middle for the Rams in, in the, in the the second and third levels there, safeties, linebackers, is that where the 49ers can find some more wins and, and maybe rip off another big play like they did last time? You know, Aaron Donald has been Aaron Donald. The stats, you know, as far as the sacks and things like that, the pressures, the, the those sorts of things maybe aren't what you would expect from Aaron Donald, but I think that's more a function that they're not getting much else help up front. Um, you know, Leonard Floyd, who was supposed to kind of step into that role that – uh, Von Miller was occupying last year, um, hasn't really been able to take advantage of that. Bobby Wagner's been really good. Bobby Wagner, since he came over, he, he's been very, very good. But you're looking at guys like Hollins and you're looking at guys like uh, Terrell Lewis, not as good. That, that, that second, I should say that third level, the secondary, even though it's pretty green, they're getting Troy Hill back this week, which should help a little bit too. They've been pretty good. You know, as far as the Rams, the Rams defense has been a problem of getting pressure on the quarterback outside of Donald um, and outside of Bobby Wagner. The linebacking has not been great, but the secondary, those final four guys or five guys, depending on what sort of package that they're running, it's been surprising. It hasn't just been Jalen, who's been excellent since the opening week of the season. It's been really across the board. They've been pretty good back there. Is Cam Akers just going to get cut? Because it doesn't sound like they've found a taker in trade, and if he's still on personal leave or whatever, they, they can't just hold that roster spot forever. They, right? they keep saying that they're going to, if, if they can't find a trade partner, that there's a scenario where he comes back. I think they might be playing a little bit of poker than rather mm -hmm. actually believing that he can come back because my understanding of the situation was that there was a – altercation is to a disagreement shall we say there, there was a disagreement between uh michelle's uh or not michelle i'm sorry cam Akers' role and sean mcveigh and they both expressed their feelings in front of the group and as we know that when that happens it's very hard to unring that bell that once there's been open um insubordination that that's that's kind of the end of the line i don't know exactly what was said or what happened but that's my understanding of what it was um he wanted to be used a certain way sean mcveigh said I really don't see it the same way, and that's where we are. So I, I do not expect him to play for the Rams again, but never say never, I guess. I you know I don't know what he would get on the maybe a sixth, seventh round pick, something like that, maybe. But uh, you know, other than a brief period of time, what would that be in the twenty twenty or twenty yeah twenty twenty season towards the end? Um, he's been a mediocre NFL player at best. Yeah, I think he averaged one point nine yards per carry in the in the Super Bowl last year too. So he wasn't a big part of. No, that. he wasn't, you know, I'll cut him a little slack last year after coming off of the injury that he had before the season even started. He really didn't play much football. He got thrown into the deep end of the pool. He's always had a little bit of the fumble bug, but it, this season is the one to me that's like, yeah, okay, this isn't working out because presumably he's healthy. Presumably he had all season long to get ready for this and he just, he just wasn't. 
another key or two to this football game, and we'll make some predictions for week eight Rams at 49ers next. All right, here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster. Picture something like the 49ers defense in the first five weeks of the season, not the last couple of weeks. This is why I use and trust Simply Safe home security because you don't have injuries on on your defense either with simply safe but simply safe your safety is the only thing that matters it's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back so you always know your home is safe you get that crystal clear hd live stream security cameras a wide array of high-tech sensors so no matter what door or window in your home you want to be secure you can find a sensor for that and with that crystal clear hd stream that is so important you want to know what's going on on the outside of your home when you're inside you want to be able to see what's happening at home when you're away and you can monitor that anytime with the app and of course there's that 24 7 professional monitoring when simply safe agents can call you the moment a threat is detected customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on nfl save 20 percent on your simply safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free visit simplysafe.com slash locked on nfl to learn more there's no safe like simply safe uh, one more question for you here travis about the rams in in sort of a roster question they were in on chris mccaffrey they are super aggressive front office Trade deadline coming up in a week. Something else going on there? Offensive line help? Maybe a pass rusher? Do you think they could still be doing some dealing? I think the pass rush is probably the most likely thing that they might address. I think that's the thing that might have the greatest impact because if it were just, hey, we need a we need a tackle, maybe you go and get a tackle. If you just needed a guard, maybe you just go get a guard. But when you need everything, I don't know if, if patching one hole when there are four necessarily makes a huge difference, but they do need help with that pass rush. One of the names that I've heard thrown around is Bradley Chubb out uh, of Denver. Obviously, the Rams and the Broncos have a, a history of, of making deals with one another, so there's a a little bit of, of precedent right there. Um, I, I think the, the way that I look at it, I don't know if Les Snead shares my vision, but I think what they need to do is get healthy and then see what kind of football team they have. They, they need to get some of these guys back. Van Jefferson is going to come back this week. I think he will really help the offense. I He may have been more important than I might have imagined at the beginning of the season because Cup's been Cup and nothing else has looked quite right. I think he'll help a, a great deal there. But once, you know, I, I'm, the, the 49er game to me is very interesting because they just need to play better. I don't know, know if they need to necessarily win that game because looking at the NFC, like you talked about uh, at the beginning of the show, it feels like nine wins gets you into the playoffs and, and, and 10 might win the division. So if the Rams and the 49ers both play 500 football plus one game on the right side of that, there's nine. You play two games on the right side. There's 10. So I think they need to get healthy to see exactly where they are um, with what they have, because I don't know if they're a Vaughn Miller or an OBJ away like they have been in the past where they go from pretty good to very good. I think right now it's a I don't quite know what I have, so I don't know what I need to add. Yeah, that's the good thing about a, being a mediocre team in the NFC right now is some mediocre teams are going to make the playoffs because everyone, aside from basically the Eagles, is pretty even the Giants with their record. Just, just by the skin of their teeth winning football games, I'm not quite a believer there. I feel like Although a market correction is coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that uh, that record is – I know that the Bill Parcells line is you are what your record says you are. 
for now is what I would add. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll through, see what through seven like. weeks, that's nice. But hey, the yeah. 49ers were three and five and went to the NFC Championship game last year. So uh, the Niners could even drop another one and still be right on par with where they were last year. Uh, it, just like what I was saying before, man, I uh, said it a lot on this podcast. The NFL is chaos. And if you think you know what's going on, wait a week and you will be surprised. So I'm sure we will be surprised on Sunday. How do you see this one going, Travis? Is this uh, is this a game that uh, the that the Rams can get themselves over 500 here against the 49ers? I think they can, but I think a lot of things need to go right for them. I think that the 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 reappearance of Brian Allen, like I mentioned, has to bring some stability along that offensive line, and maybe it will when you get your center back. The communication might improve. Then maybe having Jackson in a more natural position at left tackle as opposed to right guard may help a little bit. Van Jefferson, who I mentioned a, a week ago, maybe he comes back and adds a little bit of a spark Allen Robinson continues to get better uh which I also mentioned but this is the bad matchup for them this is the one thing that Sean McVay this is his sixth season in the NFL this is the this is the puzzle he cannot figure out this is the puzzle that gives him more trouble than anything else even Bill Belichick when he got a second look at that a lot better the second time around you look at all the other guys uh in the conference you look at the other teams in the division Sean McVay does not struggle if he gets he doesn't struggle much and he really doesn't struggle if he gets to see it a second time but the 49ers are the one team that he just cannot quite seem to figure out so I I think that if everything breaks right for the, the the Rams and it is a relatively low scoring game no pick sixes no turnovers no big plays for the 49ers players and they can keep this somewhere in the the mid to high teens I think they have a chance but if, if they throw the ball to the wrong team or give up another big play, I think it's going to look a lot like what we've seen, which is probably something like 24 to 13 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, a huge key in this one. Can they get him going? Is he ready after, you know, just whatever, eight, nine days to, to have a full workload in the offense? And so that's going to be a lot of fun and especially important if Debo Samuel's not able to go. I do like the 49ers in a bounce back fashion after a bad game last week, especially on the defensive side of the ball to come back and, and come correct against the Rams here in week number eight. Um, I, I like the 49ers by less. I like them by three. I think this is going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a fun game and really important for those 49ers fans to show up big like they always do in Los Angeles because if it's that home environment and everyone's getting excited and um, and, and you can feel that on defense and on offense and get Christian McCaffrey working, could be a little demoralizing for those Rams, and uh, that's an important one. But you know what's interesting? You said something about McVay and Shanahan. There's so many coaches in the league from that tree. Almost mm-hmm. every team plays a lot of games against those teams. I think it's making life more difficult for both Shanahan and McVay, but they're so familiar with each other, I think it doesn't even factor in anymore because they already knew each other before anyway. Yeah, no, they come from the same place. They 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 studied under the same people, and I think they have a lot of the very same philosophies. And like you know, styles make fights, whether it's boxing or whether it's football games. There's just sometimes one guy gives you a, a much harder time than somebody else that might not be their better or worse. They're just it's a tougher matchup for you. I definitely think that's San Francisco. I got one for you, real quick. Evan, okay, I'll put you on the spot. Here we are uh, going into week eight in the season. Do the Seattle Seahawks win this division or not? Because I, I still think it's either San Francisco or L.A. that wins it. I still don't think that Seattle, um, it, they're playing well. Geno Smith is much better than I thought he would be. But that's another one that feels it because everybody's super excited about them. 
They're four and three, too. They're, it's not like they're playing perfect football. Do the Seahawks win the division? Right. No, I don't think the Seahawks win the division. They've been a nice story this far. Uh, I think similarly to the New York Giants, maybe they'll come back down to earth a little bit, although they're not far from earth as it is at four and three. Anyways, it's just that the Rams and the 49ers have not been playing as well, maybe as they should have. And as the 49ers did last year, I expect a run to come. And really with uh, the Arizona Cardinals, even when just seeing Kyler Murray with his security blanket and DeAndre Hopkins back again, they are they're right in there, too. So this is probably going to be a really close division all the way to the end. And I don't think the the Seahawks are going to have enough. And I don't think the Arizona Cardinals have enough on defense. So that means Rams got to figure some things out. Maybe they add somebody else before the deadline uh, and the 49ers need to be healthy. And then uh, I think those are one of those two teams, again, are, are going to be the representatives. What do you think the number is? Is it 10? Does 10 win the division or does somebody have to get to 11? Oh, I would be shocked if a team in the NFC West wins more than 10 at this point. Yeah, me too. And, and I think that's plenty. Yep, I think I think 10 is plenty. And nine with all those crazy tiebreakers would probably right now, which the Rams would have because they've had the bye week already and they're mm. three and three. Uh, they would have the tiebreaker, and the 49ers would be next because of tiebreakers for the eight seed currently, as things are. And, of course, there's a lot of football to play. So it should be a heck of a lot of fun. I'm actually kind of sad, Travis. I'm not going to get to talk to you again unless we, – maybe we'll have to do it for the NFC Championship game. I was going to say, I, I thought there would only be two last year, and yet here we were doing it uh, a, a third time in the NFC Championship. So never say never. But in, in, in the event that that's true, always a pleasure. Thanks, everybody, for making the Locked On 49ers and Locked On Rams podcast your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, for you Locked On 49ers listener, Croc will be back with me tomorrow. We'll be doing our keys to victory, breaking down the last thoughts, getting ready for week eight. And, of course, Travis Rogers back again with Locked On Rams. Talk to you then right here, Locked On 49ers and Locked On Rams on the Locked On Podcast Network.